the college football experience, Western Michigan Broncos season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use it in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience, Western Michigan Broncos season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And we are talking Western Michigan Bronco football. Look, I mean, this is a, a team that is coming off a four and two season, but Caleb Ellaby is a name that we all need to know into this. Coming into this college football season, because this guy's an electric quarterback, head coach Tim Lester, former he's a former uh, Western. Actually, give me the Dundee music. Give me that Dundee music. Where are we here? This is the Western Michigan Broncos. Yes, PJ Fleck to Tim Lester, right to Caleb Ellaby. Honestly, like Tim Lester used to be a beast quarterback for Western Michigan. What in the late nineties, early two thousands, I think uh, Caleb Ellaby has been to me, probably the most exciting quarterback they've had maybe since, if not even more than that, this guy finished third, third in the nation behind Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Those guys being, you know, first round draft picks in passing efficiency. So. Uh, this guy is going to be electric to watch uh, in this offense, this team, really, this is a proud program too. This is a team that I feel like year by year, kind of one of the better teams in the Mac. When you look at it from, from a perspective of yes, how many, how many look, okay. Four and two season last year, seven and six the year before bowl game, uh, seven and six the year before bowl game, six and six, 13 and one, eight and five, eight and five. So really since 2014, they've uh, had a winning season or 500 every 500 or above every single season. Now you go back to 13 and 12, a couple tough years, but even before that in 2011, Bill Cubitt there, seven and six, six and six, uh, five and seven, nine and four, 
they, they've just been a good program in the Mac. I feel like for a decent amount, probably since the nineties say since the nineties, yes, they've had their stretches. Oh, four or one in 10 season, stuff like that. But overall, this is a, a team that uh, has been really good. So uh, here they are Cal in Kalamazoo, bringing back Caleb Ellaby. Like I said, guys, third in the nation passing uh, efficiency. This guy had uh now I get it. Six game season, but 18 touchdowns ran for four also. So basically 22 touchdowns in a six game season. That's pretty impressive. Um, and when you look at what he's bringing back, he's bringing back four or five on the offensive line, and, and he's got an all Mac first team guard and Mike uh, Calendo or Caliendo. Um, bringing back four or five on the offense, huge. Uh, obviously, they lose Dwayne Eskridge, the wideout. He's with the Seattle Seahawks now, um, and they've they've been pumping out what from Corey Davis to Dwayne Eskridge. They, they've been pumping out some wideouts into the league. Um, but but bringing back four or five, I think, is key. Another thing is they're bringing back their their run game essentially. Uh, Ladarius Jefferson, transfer from Michigan State, he uh, started last year for them and he did pretty well. Two of three receivers are back. Obviously, I, I hit on Eskridge being gone, but uh, Sky Moore, Jalen Hall, those guys are are key. I think they're going to be and Corey Crum seems to be the new new wideout. But keep an eye out on Bryce Nunnally. Chattanooga transfer from the FCS. Um, tight end Brett Borks is back or Borsky. I could, uh, I don't know if that E is silent or not, but uh, I, I think when you consider most of the offenses returning, really the only hit is Eskridge. This offense was, you know, this offense was the, the ninth best scoring offense in the country last year. They were 41st rushing the ball, 23rd passing the ball, 16th overall. Now, sure, you there's two ways to look at it. You can say, oh, it's only a six-game season in the MAC. You only played MAC opponents, but I mean, at the same time, it's only six games. They're going to get, uh, you know, 12 games, and uh, when you add that MAC schedule, add in uh, Illinois State and then another uh, group of five. But even though it's uh, San Jose State, was pretty good. I think they might be able to keep those numbers on par. I think they might, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was the 16th best scoring offense. Or I'm sorry, this was the ninth best scoring offense, 16th best in total yardage. So I think they're going to be able to put up numbers. Tim Lester, uh, this guy comes from a high explosive offense. You know, he was there with Fleck. So I, I, I expect the offense to be key. Now, where it could trickle off to me is defensively, but especially when you, when you add in their linebacker, Treshawn Howard. Team's top tackler a season ago. He transferred to Arizona to be with Jed Fish. Uh, that's a big loss. That's a big loss. So uh, they, but they do return their best defensive end, Ali Fahad. This guy's a beast. All right, sixteen and a half sacks, thirty-two and a half tackles for a loss in thirty-eight games with the Broncos. That guy is coming back, and their entire defensive line is coming back. Got to get better. Than, uh, you would think they're just going to be better there. Uh, linebacking core, those like I said, losing Hayward, uh, huge. Uh, only one of three is back in that linebacking core. So circle that as a, a potential big flaw. They're just going to have to grow up. Uh, but the whole secondary is back. So really, the linebacking core is the real question. The entire secondary is back. I would think that. Uh, Overall, bringing back 18 starters, actually 20 if you want to add in the kicker and punter, 
you gotta be happy if you're Tim Lester or if you're a, a Bronco fan there in Kalamazoo or wherever you are. Um transfer portal, they didn't really do that much. Like I said, Bryce uh, Nunnally's in from Chattanooga, wide out. Uh Ladarius Jefferson, that was two years ago. So if you look at their transfer portal, if anything, they had players, a few players leave, but uh they brought in a defensive lineman from East Carolina. Those bastards. No, I'm joking. But uh yeah, they brought in a uh, uh, a defense lineman from East Carolina. That was about the only real get in the past. In, in yeah, it really since in in the past year. So those guys. That's weird though. I feel like a lot of times at a good F, uh, or a good group of five, you'll see them be very active in the transfer portal. I know you can go back to like 2020 and say, well, they got Ladarius Jefferson and they got a a pit corner, um, but. We'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. But um, the win total sitting at six, and I wonder, like, what is, is this? Is this a big year for Tim Lester? I wonder, you know, with PJ Fleck having a thirteen and one season and two eight and five seasons, um, you go back to Bill Bill Cubit, the year the the coach the the prior to Fleck, you know, he had nine and four seasons, uh, eight and five seasons now. He sure he, his final season he was four and eight and lost uh, and got fired I should say, but the year before he was seven and six. The year before that he was six and six. You wonder. Look at Lester's career here: six and six, seven and six, seven and six, and then four and two. I'm just wondering, you know, if they go six and six, do they try to pull the plug on Lester? Because because the win totals at six. The win totals at six in Vegas here. Uh, so I just wonder, I know he played ball for them. Maybe they're, you know, give him a little bit of a pass there coming off the COVID season, but his best season actually was win percentage wise was last year. And even with that, you know, their losses last year to Eastern Michigan by 11 and ball state by three. And that was in Muncie, Indiana. So they, they were close. They were not that far away from being undefeated. So, um, Big year for him. I think it's a. I, I would say I think they're going to give him one more. Year. Let's say they go six and six, and Vegas is right. I think they give him one more year to to to, to get things going. But we will see uh, what I think as as far as them going six and six this year. Because let's get into the schedule. Like I said, win total at six. This schedule for the Broncos kind of uh, kind of aggressive. I like it um, out the gate. They go to Ann Arbor, Michigan to take on Jim Harbaugh. These guys, uh, well, they've been playing since 1917, the first time they met. But the Broncos are 0 and 7 all time, all time since 2000, or yeah, and 0 and 0 and 5 ATS in the past, in the 2000s, essentially. So you got to think this line's going to be big. I actually wonder if they could just stay in this game. I don't know about Josh Gaddis and Michigan's offense. Obviously, you know, I think everyone thinks they'll Michigan will be better than what we saw a season ago, but a lot of talent has transferred there. Zach, Zach Charbonnet is uh is at UCLA. Uh, you know, I know they're bringing in Alan Bowman, but McCaffrey transfers out to uh, Northern Colorado to be with his father. Uh, Milton is Tennessee's starting quarterback. I don't know. It just seems weird. They can't get consistency at the quarterback spot, uh, and and just 
some key players transferring. Key players transferring. Um, obviously, I'm going to take Michigan there. I do wonder though, because Don Brown's gone. That's another thing is the turnover from Don Brown. Now he's at Arizona. Can they hang in this game, especially it being the first game of the season for Michigan? May, I mean, Western Michigan's got offense. They got firepower. So uh, this game's somewhat interesting to me. I'm taking Michigan though. Obviously week two FCS uh, Illinois state comes to town, Illinois state. Yeah. They, they were just like one and three in the spring last year, but actually not a bad FCS program. Um, COVID shut down their season early in the spring, but uh, overall they're a decent FCS. I believe the last time they played Northwestern, they won a couple years ago. So that's somewhat of a dangerous game. Um, I'm going to give it to Western Michigan, but I do expect this one to be somewhat, somewhat close at halftime. Um, after that, they travel Saturday, September 18th. They travel to Pitt. We're obviously I'm going to take Pitt, but I mean, Pitt is known. Uh, what was it? I remember, I mean, I, this is probably going back a while, 10, 12 years, but I've been Pitt member. I remember them losing to Ohio. I remember them needing uh, uh what was it? Overtime. I think against Youngstown one time. So they're known to, to throw a lemon out there at times, but I'm going to take Pitt. So that would put them at one and two. They're at a conference schedule, by the way, pretty solid. Uh, the fourth matchup here, their last uh, of the at a conference slate is a home game against Brent Brennan and San Jose state. They were undefeated in the regular season last year to give you an idea. San Jose state was, and I know they lost that bowl game, but I don't think you should. I don't think that really counts. Cause they had like 40 players out a bunch of coaches out with COVID. I think, uh, you know, San Jose state, I think is the real deal. So I'm going to take San Jose state to get that done. They're such they're a much more physical team, but maybe they can catch them sleeping. Maybe they can catch the Spartans sleeping. Um, you look at uh, where, I mean, I guess coming off pit though, Western Michigan might be a little bit beat down themselves. Pitt is a, is a physical football team, but San Jose state is going to be coming off of going from Hawaii all the way to Kalamazoo, Michigan. That that's probably the most brutal back-to-back stretch as far as mileage goes in the whole entire country all year. So a little bit of opportunity there, but I, I'm on San Jose State. I think they start out one and three. I think Western Michigan's one and three by the time October comes, and then comes the big uh, uh, a big matchup October second at Buffalo. Now the Bulls, we know Leopold gone. Jared Patterson came on early. He's with the Redskins. Um, Mar- Mar- Marquise Linquist comes in as, as the coach, the DC of Michigan. That's another thing. Michigan loss is there. <laughs> he barely, he didn't even coach a game in Michigan, but um, uh, then now he's Buffalo's guy. I mean, I know eight players or nine players transferred out to, uh, to Kansas with Leopold. I know another corner went to wazoo, a few other players left. So they've kind of had a fire sale. Um, I think Buffalo is going to, but going to need some time. Essentially. I understand that he's still veteran and, and it's in Buffalo. So, but I don't think it's going to be that cold yet by October 2nd. Give me Western Michigan to get this one, but I do. I, I wouldn't shock me if, if the bulls got it done. Um, but I think Western Michigan can win this game. They'll be sitting there then at two and three, and then they host ball state. Now they lost by three at ball state a season ago. This is a 50, 50 game to me. Completely 50 50. Um, 
I'll put it like this. They have ball state and Kent state as the next two teams, both in Kalamazoo. If they win both these, you're looking great. I think they go one and one, one and one in that stretch, which would then put them at uh, what I would, let's just, let's just give it to ball state. All right. So then uh, they get the dub against ball state. They lose to Kent state. We got them sitting then at uh, what three and uh, what so one two three yeah three and four, and then they're at Toledo in the Glass Bowl. I'm gonna favor Toledo there, so I, I would have them going three and five. But then they get a bye week before they they uh, host their rivals Central uh, Central Michigan Jim McElwain's bunch. I, I think that's a winnable game, kind of a fifty fifty game. But they they did. I guess you gotta you gotta lean Western Michigan because the game is in Kalamazoo. So give me that as a win four and five. And you got to like the way the back end of the schedule aligns. If you're a Bronco fan, because central Michigan, after that, they, they host Akron in Kalamazoo. That's a win to me. Then they're at Eastern Michigan. These are Tuesday night games, by the way. Um, this is one that they lost to Eastern Michigan a, a year ago by 11. So they got to watch out on this one. And it's in uh, it's at Eastern Michigan. So Give me Eastern Michigan in, in an upset again. It may be. I don't even know this will be an upset. And then at Northern Illinois, uh, I guess I'll tell. I'll say they go one and one in that stretch. That would put me at what three, four, five. I'm right on that number of six. I'll say this. I'm right on that Vegas number of six. So I essentially I'm going six and six. I lean over though, because I think there's a decent shot that they beat ball state and Kent state. And I think they will be in some of the, like that Toledo game, as much as I like. I'm taking Toledo. Wouldn't shock me if Western Michigan won that wouldn't shock me if Western Michigan beat Eastern Michigan on uh, November 16th. I think the, the front half of the schedule really is going to be the, the, can they pull an upset? Can they pull an upset against San Jose state? Can they shock Pitt perhaps, or, or, you know, or just go two and zero in that Ball State Kent State stretch. I lean over. I think maybe a seven and five team here. You're looking at. So yeah, I don't feel amazing about this, but I I do think they're they're one of the better teams in the MAC from a returning production point of view, and also uh, I just think it, it's somewhat. Uh, I like the second half of the schedule. The first half is tough. Second half of the schedule, they could potentially win out. So I, I think you ride the over. If you're gonna bet Western Michigan, you take the over. All right. That's a, that's what Dundee says here. Um, but yeah, this would be a very interesting year for Tim Lester. I, I think it's it's one that is very important to his future in Kalamazoo. So anyway, guys, I say take the over. Um I don't, I lean like 60, 40 on that 60, 40 on that. So I don't feel great about that. Maybe even 55, 45, but I say you take the over if you're betting it. Uh, all right, folks, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we're breaking down all 130 college football teams. Yes. There's a solo podcast for every team in the land. Yes. We got you covered on the college football experience. Um, and also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Yes. Uh, what Clayton Bates doing a uh, you know, doing a decent job fighting the good fight up there at, uh, in Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo. 
We're going to talk Mac basketball. We uh, are in the middle of an off season uh, conference by conference approach there. So we haven't got to the Mac yet, but it's coming. It's a couple weeks away. So subscribe to the college basketball experience. We will have you covered talking, talking Western Michigan Bronco basketball over there because we talk college basketball year round over there. Just like here, we talk college football year round over here. So subscribe, tell a friend, uh, me, Patty C and NC Nick, uh, my co-hosts that are normally with me that are not available for this episode. We, uh, we are over 500 picking, picking every game against the spread in division one, college basketball and college football for the past four years. Yes. As a collective, but also independently for each sport for each season, me, Patty C NC Nick, we've been over 500 picking every game. Um, and that's a lot of, that's a lot of games. Uh, we're also way over 500 on our locks and we give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. So go grab that app for free. You can grab that app in the app store or Google play store. And when you grab that app, you're not just getting us. Yeah. I mean, yes, you're getting all of our picks, which is free content, but we're also given We always give away money. We just gave away a thousand dollars in the NBA finals. Got six figures up for grabs. Uh, week, uh, what week one of the, uh, the NFL season, I believe. We, we always do contests, college football. We're going to have you covered college basketball. There'll be contest uh, opportunities for you to make money. You're going to need that SGPN app anyway, but also besides that, you'll get all of our awesome content, the sports gambling podcast. Those guys have been doing it since 2011. Um, we just had uh what Phil Steele on the show talking college football. We've had plenty of, uh, plenty of great guests. Mike Leach is on frequently. So check it out. You'll get all of that on the SGPN app. And when you get that app, make sure you give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us because, uh, and if you, uh, if you do that, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D give me a follow, show me that screenshot and I'll send you a college football experience t-shirt or college basketball experience t-shirt, brand new logos too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so do that. Uh, at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network is, uh, is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them all a follow, follow away. All right. Uh, and also check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. Sometimes work blocks you from a lot of fun. Slack channel, sports gambling podcast. You got to do it. A lot of fun there. We talk all these sports year round. It's like a, it's like just a house party at DJs talking a lot of fun. All right, folks, I'm on the over in the Broncos. This is the college football experience. Western Michigan Broncos style. You better start thinking about yours. And we are. Here.